is Priest Holmes a better running back than Fred Taylor? Hell no. no. When he made the Pro Bowl. Well, let's be clear. I didn't leak that information. Me and my agent, we, we are not the ones who leaked that information. So y'all need to ask the other side or whoever. Folks want to pop off? I wasn't really prepared for this interview to go in this direction. If you don't want to play football, just walk away from the game. Don't give me no old because I'm scared. If you're scared, you're scared. Go to church. And let's face it, all the great NFL quarterbacks have had mustaches. This is probably not that bad. This is not that bad. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? This is the best podcast happening right now. I don't want to be struggling trying to pick the proper wording and being politically correct. No, man, I'm tired of that. I just want to talk like I talk. Keep it real. We keep it real, real, man. Keep it real podcast episode one twenty six. Chill Will is here. Big Sofa is here, and uh, of Florida. course we are still, you know, doing our pandemic uh, social distancing thing. We are um, in two different locations, but man, this has really been a heavy week. Of course, it's been about seven days since the death of George Floyd in wow. Minneapolis, um, the African American male that was basically assassinated that, that's what i'm gonna call it by the uh yep. police guy it's basically been protests all over the nation not not the nation man all over the world this this death or this video uh really kicked and i think touched some people you know when you hear uh george scream and, and cry for his life call for his mother yeah. you know a man you know our age to you know 40 something you know 44 years old yeah uh, screaming for his mother. It's just a sad, you know, state, a sight to see in the United States and uh, United States of 2020. So, uh, you know, uh, it's a really uh, emotional time uh, that's going on in our country. Uh, obviously, with that situation, and then we had the other little the young lady shot in Louisville, and we still had our, you know, people were still, you know, Dealing with the Aubrey situation in Georgia. The, the guy in Brunswick, yeah. The guy in Brunswick. Brunswick, Georgia. And then we have the whole pandemic still going on around us with, you know, the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. So it's just been, uh, you know, 2020, you know, I remember, remember 1999, we were about to be 2000. Everybody, you know, they thought the computers were going to stop. Yeah, man. Everybody went out and bought potted meat and, uh, you know, water and, and everything because they thought the world was going to end. Well, it, 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 this seems more like the end of the world right now <laughs> when we look at, I mean, just, you know, the, the rioting, the looting, uh, the protests, uh, you know, all, like you said, all over the world, Ireland. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, yeah. you, know, you know, places where, you know, they're standing with George and, and other countries as well. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's time for change, you know, obviously, that you know, I'm talking to people about different situations about it, and you know, it, it, it you know, we, we look at Rodney King, and we had that situation, yeah, in the, in the in the 90s, you know, then we had uh, you know, a 90s that was really just kind of you know, that's where we kind of lost and got desensitized to the 2000s, and then the 2000s, you know, we had Trayvon Martin. And then for me, I think that's where 
we saw an excel when, when the numbers just kind of just took off for unarmed black males getting killed after Trayvon. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I look at this and I say, you know, and I'm, I'm not advocating for any violence, you know, anyway. But we have so much black on black crime in Chicago, Detroit, you know, Miami, LA, LA New York. Yeah. All, all, all these cities, we have a lot of black crime, you know, Houston, Dallas, all these big major metropolitan cities. And Joe Zimmerman killed Trayvon and is still here walking amongst us in 2020. And, you know, that, that, show, that shows people, the broken justice system. That's what that shows the, me. It's all, it's all the broken justice system. Yeah. But I'm looking at our black people saying, where is our unity? Yeah. Where's our, where, where's our unity sticking up for a brother that we know Trayvon was minding his own business. George was told to leave the boy alone. He kept bothering the boy. He came out in front of the boy. Trayvon got to whooping his tail and he shot a bed. Yeah. And we, and we know that's the, we know that's the, you know, the, 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 regardless of what happened with uh, the court system, yeah. you know, and, and think about what happens with our court system with the black on black crime. People get robbed. They don't they don't deal with the courts. They go shoot them up, you know. And, and for George Zimmerman to still have not had anything done to him uh, by a black person at this point, I he, think that's kind of set the tone. He need to consider to, himself lucky, though, man. Very well, he definitely should. He definitely should. But at this point, I feel like, you know, uh, you know, everybody's calling for this officer in Minnesota. You should be. You should still be calling for Trayvon. You know, yeah. you know, I saw a list, and it was it was crazy. You know, it had a list of all these names of people who had been killed unjustified. You know, by police officers unarmed. You know, Sandra Bland and Eric Gardner, and Tamir Rice, and, yeah, uh, the Philil Castillo. You know the I mean, names, just the list goes on. It, it, the it's, just goes it's a on. lot. It's a, it's, it's too it was, many. It was. It's only. It's no convictions. Yeah. No. No police convictions. I think Jordan Davis. I think Jordan Davis was the only one, but he wasn't a police officer. He was. Was he a former officer? I think or somewhere. No. Something no. The like guy that, that the guy but, that killed him in yeah. Jacksonville. No. He. He wasn't. Yeah, he, yeah. he was just. That, that, only, that was the young young man with the. That was playing the music loud too music. loud in the in the car. Yeah. Right. So so and that guy did get convicted. Yeah. Oh, but, and he, he wasn't a police officer. but understand, I think that's why the situation is so bad right now with all of these protests, because people are tired. They're tired of seeing it happen. They're tired of nothing happening to the per, to to the police officers. Maybe they might get fired or something. But no, they need to be charged. And I mean, even with this situation in Minnesota, they charge the police with third degree. Why not first degree? See, I, I have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of it, I think. You know, is is the way the law is written, and I think that's where black folks, you know, with the protests and the riots, is where we need to really understand yeah. that you know it's it's about voting and getting these laws changed and getting the way you know even standing your ground in Florida the way it was written and the way it's, 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 it's you know you know as a police officer in Florida all I got to do is I fear for my life yeah. and as an officer they almost. A minus of any wrongdoing, even you know George Zimmerman it, it was a dynamist for any wrongdoing. So, uh, you know the way these laws are written, you know we definitely have to look at it. Uh, even you know the stop and frisk in New York, just all the different things. Yeah, that's why they uh, had that, to stop you know, that. Because you know the, the things that have happened, right? And, and, you know, even now, you know how they, you know, I smell marijuana. Get out of the car. 
anybody that's smoking no weed in here, we blow. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's just a tactic that they use to try and get in your vehicle. Uh, so, I mean, it's just so, uh, you know, different for when uh, white folks uh, and black folks get pulled over. It's a different attitude. Yeah. It's a different, uh, I guess, you know, it's more or less you're guilty until proven innocent, and they're innocent until proven guilty. Or, or the color of your skin is a weapon, because that's how they're right. looking at it. That's how they're looking at it. And and, You're and and I also I heard a saying this week that, you know, th- this is a new racism. This is just it's it's now just being filmed. You see what I'm saying? What now? Because everybody's got a camera on your phone, so now all of these definitely. things are coming to life. They, these things have been happening. They have they been definitely happening. been happening. And, and, and they've definitely this, been being taught. You know, yeah. I mean. Our generation, our age, is probably, well, hopefully, is the last, you know, generation of uh, people that have taught, you know, taught that hate amongst their, to their children. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully, those, you know, I see a lot of people on social media, uh, you know, distancing themselves from their parents now. Right now, to this day, you know, they, you know, yesterday, today, you know, since George, you know, saying that my parents have, you know, showed me, that, you know, I've been blind, and I'm sorry, you know, and a lot of people are coming out apologizing for how they've acted or carried themselves yeah. in the past because of their upbringing, because uh, nobody comes into this world racist, you yeah. know, you, that's something you have to be taught yeah. um, in, in your upbringing and, and the guidance that you have. Uh, you know, we even had a bad situation at Southern Illinois, my alma mater, we had a kid, former, uh, you know, baseball player there uh, decided he was going to go on his Snapchat, and he said, "I hate n words. Oh. I effing hate n words." And, and you know, they, they do these things for likes and attention, but it's not the attention that, that, that you know that you that you really want to want. Yeah. And you know, when I, when I got up, it was it was Monday morning, I believe, it was Monday morning, and this was this was last week. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow. And, you know, you, you go down and you see, you know, because you obviously know people are trying to find out who this person is. Mm-hmm. And I see, then I saw SIU. Then I saw SIU baseball. And I'm like, oh, Lord, this is, you know, is going to be close to, you know, this is like my school. This is where I went to college at. Yeah. This is not something that, you know, I know that that, that culture and, and that, that, that campus, and that's not something that, I experienced there. I'm sure it may be some people that do feel that way, but mm-hmm. nothing that I ever experienced there. Uh, you know, so I know the people that coach there and work there, and a lot of them are still there. Uh, so I reached, I reached out to them. You know, I reached out to the AD. I reached out to the head baseball coach. Uh, sent a letter or email to the uh, baseball coach and the AD. And then and, and mentioned that, I, you know, I made some comments on Twitter about it. And then one of the coaches that coached softball when I was there uh, inboxed me on Twitter, said, hey, call me. And I didn't know she had been, you know, elevated to an associate AD at this point. Mm-hmm. She's an administrator. Uh, and she told me, you know, we, we talked. We had, a, you know, about a 10, 15-minute conversation. Uh, and, you know, she told me, you know, just about, you know, what I thought was right. You know, everybody in, in, in the athletic department was floored and totally disgusted and just – kind of taken back by this, you know, this kid. 
uh, you know, posting this. And, you know, they acted swiftly. You know, he obviously – he had an opportunity to come back with this COVID thing, you know, obviously with baseball being canceled this year. Yeah. Uh, he had an opportunity because he was a senior to come back. But, you know, Southern Illinois moved and said, you know, he will no longer be welcomed back. Uh, they moved on from, you know, from him. Uh, you know, and, and, and I, you know, my response on, on Twitter, you know, I saw a lot of people were, you know, calling him a piece of, you know, piece of yeah. shit. And, yeah. you, know, the, and I, you know, and my, my response was, he's a young kid. Just hopefully leave him alone and hopefully somebody will reach out to him in that, in that department or his coaches and give him the guidance that he needs. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's what he needs. He's 21, 22 years old. You know, what mis- What mistake didn't we make at 21, 22 years old? And I'm not saying that what he did was right and it's excusable and, you know, I, you know, or any of that, which he can be, anybody can be forgiven for anything that they do because, you know, nobody has a heaven or hell but God to put him in. So, you know, he can grow it and learn from that and, and be better. Yeah. You know, would it be something that can always haunt him? Yes, definitely. But I just want him to get the guidance that he needs and, you know, it's it's been you know it's been like that across the board. I don't know if you saw at USC what happened with USC, uh, University of uh, Southern California. What happened out there? They had the they had, they had the same situation. Mm. Uh, it was brought to their attention that one of their uh, boosters, a high paying booster, uh, was making some racial marks uh, on on social media. Was brought to their attention. Uh, USC issued a letter from their AD that uh, all monies that has been donated by this booster will be returned. Yeah, um, he will no longer be uh, allowed to buy season ticket. His account has been flagged, so he cannot lo- no longer buy anything from USC, and they have totally distanced themselves away from this individual. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been going all over. You know, I, I don't know if you saw the University of Minnesota. Which was is huge. Uh, they have decided that they are no longer going to use the Minnesota Police Force for football games, basketball games, any extracurricular activity. Wow! Where they need extra police force, they are no longer going to use the Minnesota uh, Minnesota that that police force in Minnesota, uh, yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. They're not going to use that police and, and, force. And, and understand, I, I I understand that all the all police are not like this. No, you know, all police not. are not. And so so please don't look at every police officer the same way. But these these the the bad ones are making it I mean, they're spoiling it for the good ones. They really you know, are. I, I, but you know what we you know what Till and I saw this and Chris Rock said this in a special a couple of years ago and it still rings out true to me to this day. You know, every time this happens we hear that. Oh, it's only a few bad apples. It's only a few bad apples. Well, all right. The, uh, Southwest can have a few bad, you know, some professors just can't have a few bad apples. So a pilot can't be, we can't have a few bad apples. We can't have where a few times they land and a few times they don't land. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, you're right. As a police officer, we just can't have bad apples. It's just something that can't happen because we know the job is tough enough as it is. I mean, you're out, you're asked to risk your life, you're asked to to, to save lives, serve and protect, um, fight you know criminals and, and some people that should be in jail, and then we're also asked you to make judgment calls 
on people in a split notice, yeah. which is a very tough job, and I, and I get that. But you can't make everybody and, and a police officer because they were in the military. That doesn't make them a good police officer. And I'm not saying that because I don't like the military, but some things that those guys go through in the military does not set them up psychologically good enough to be a police officer where they can function and not snap into that old uh, war mentality, you know, like it's a survival, like you're in a war. They can't do that. Yeah, they can't. They can't. Now, now I did see where um, a lot of other police departments around the country um, I, I I know one of the police chiefs got on one show and said, "Hey, if anybody that that works in this police department felt that that police officer in Minnesota was right, you need to quit right now. You need to go ahead and quit because because we are we gonna fire you or something like that." So yeah, you know, they, they're, know they're they're trying to weed out the the bad apples, and just like you say, we, you can't have any. But it, it's you know things just have to be done, and and that's why. It's it's at the boiling point it is right now. I think it is. I think people are just got to that point. I, I, yeah. I've saw, uh, I mean, I've watched you know countless videos the last couple of days of these these things and protests and, and riots going on. And I saw one that really kind of stuck out to me, or several actually. But there were some protesters in Atlanta. There was a couple of black ladies on their knee with their hands up. And a police officer, I don't know if he was frustrated or, or whatever, but he was trying to get through, and he pushed him. He pushed the lady. I saw that. I saw that. And, pushed, and it was, It seemed like a maybe a sergeant or, you know, she, she definitely was a higher ranking. Mm-hmm. And she said, we're not doing him. that. But she immediately went and checked that yeah. behavior. Yeah. Uh, it was another one where – in Philly, it was a guy, I guess, smiling, you know, in front of a building that they were protecting, and people were talking to the police, or you know, not not, not saying anything, derogatory, uh, anything like that, but just expressing themselves. And it was a police officer smiling, and you know, people didn't take kindly to it and started giving him a hard time. And that one of the, the chief came up and reprimanded him right then at that time, like. You know, he said something to him to, you know, kind of get yourself together. Uh, so, I mean, if we, I mean, if we get to that point, I think we're we're, we're starting to make progress because, yeah. you know, if it, we 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 got where you know three police officers sat and watched this guy on his knee, and, and two of them are not in the video, but they were on him as well. And why haven't they been charged? Why well, well they the, will be. They they're, they're going to be charged because the, they're just as guilty. Because they, they didn't yeah, why do anything. Isn't the little guy that's blocking the video, uh, the the Asian the Asian guy, he you know he's got just as many complaints as the one that was had his knee in the back. Yeah. Uh, so I mean these were rogue cops from the jump. Uh, and, and the, the sad part is, Greg Floyd was in the car prior to the one who had his knee in his neck before he got there. He yeah. was already in the car. Yeah. They he pulled him out. Very bad situation. Uh, once again, it's a very bad situation all over this country with all of the different protests. Um, oh, you know, it, it's seeming. I just see that. It, it's seeming I like. I see that. It's just a, my bad. It just says George Floyd. George Floyd's family was told other officers will be charged. Yeah, they, they're going to be. 
they're going to be because the autopsy is done now. It, it, other officers will be charged because because of this George Floyd situation, which is a very sad situation. Once again, it's been about a week and we are still having uh, protest and violence all throughout the whole United States. Um, um, Got to give it up to Jay-Z, believe it or not. He took out an ad with, with some um, other people in papers all over the United States. Um, talking about big papers, Denver Post, Chicago Tribune, L.A. Times, um, Orlando Sentinel. Um, basically, he had a quote from Martin Luther King basically saying, you know, it, it's it's people are starting to take notice. And another thing I heard this week that this situation, this is our generation's Emmett Till moment. If you don't know what happened with yeah. Emmett Till, go yeah. go Google it. But the but the Emmett Till situation really changed how people saw race because you saw a fourteen year old boy be murdered for something he supposedly did, and this is Looking. this is the same type of situation where you see it's not a fair it's not a fair when you got black skin. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I think so too. I really do. I do think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I think we're going to see. Uh, another, hopefully, uh, some 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 spinoffs or some positive uh, talks to to make change uh, amongst police officers and and blacks and, and, and Latinos in in the urban communities. Uh, I've seen a lot of unity though, where police officers are. Uh, taking a knee, and, and yeah. you know, the, the, and, and the crowd is, you know, embracing them with the love that they want, uh, yeah. and, and that's good, you know. But then I also saw where the police were taking a knee in, in Philly, and then the police, the people came, you know, kind of, oh, the police are taking a knee. Let's let's go embrace them. And then the police shot them with pepper spray mm-hmm. and, and tear gas. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's 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 just a bad situation, and just like you said, I feel it's going to get better before it gets. I mean, it's going to get worse before it gets better also. Um, but um, once again, I, I, the relationship between black people and the police, I think it needs to be conversations, all races. All races need to have yeah. a conversation. Everybody needs to sit down at the table and say, look, oh, we're, yeah, we're all human here. And you know what, what happened this week? And I sent you a text when it happened. So um, Jaguars owner, Shah Khan, you know, his son is Tony Khan, who who basically, right. you know, works for the team. He, he has a... Um, he he does analytics for the team, but he tweeted out hashtag Black Lives Matter. Dog, if you go okay. look at his tweet Twitter page, like he was getting backlash. Why you say that, Tony? Why don't you say all lives matter? Why don't you say that? and and see that's what I'm saying. Understand, we're not saying all lives don't matter, but white people ain't getting killed in the street like that. Black people are. You know, I had to tell somebody that uh, last night I posted. Something you know, said to my white friends um, that are non-racist. Just so you know, I still love you. Uh, we know who our enemies are. You know this and that. And then somebody posted on there uh, with a white guy. You know, it seemed like he was trying to bait or go pay uh, some black guys to tear up or you know to, to start looting, rioting. Yeah. And you know, and, and I said, you know. I'm not here to judge, you know, what anybody does, and I'm not advocating for, you know, people to go out and do violence. But the thing with that is, did you post anything when those when those when those Michigan guys ran into the the Capitol and uh, and you know strong arm 
our, our, our elected officials. Did no. you have anything? Did you say, did you say anything about that? No. Process? No, that, pro, that protest was fine, right? Like Donald Trump was good people, right? So a protest is supposed to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, I think, and that's where we're at, I think, as a, as a group, as I think black people, we need to make ourselves uncomfortable for this. We need to we need to be willing to 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 spend our dollar with people that are going to support the black community, yeah. meaning in a whole in a whole sense. So because Target lost a store, if Target is you know if Target is not going to you know stand with the black community and tell these 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 police officers and these police you know chiefs and these people where they open up stores that if you're not going to hold these officers accountable and they're going to tear up our stores, we're not going to build stores. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to hold these guys accountable. It's a, it's a chain reaction of how things can go. And it's all about the almighty dollar. And please understand, if you saw the video of the looting, especially the Target in Minnesota or Minneapolis, they wasn't all, they wasn't all black people. Definitely okay, wasn't. it wasn't all black people. So, so when I hear, oh, the black people looting, no, they're not. It's not all black people. So stop it. Uh, Just stop it. It's definitely, it's definitely a lot of white people stop out it. there looting. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of white people out there that are having their own riots. Uh, you know that that aren't part of the Black Lives Movement. They are. They just out and about out there, right? Just out there stealing. I even saw CNN making excuse for a white lady stealing, and that's 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 the part that's like crazy. She's like, it's a lady coming out of a store. I don't know what store it was, but she had a bunch of stuff. And they're like, oh, maybe she's homeless. Really? She don't get out of maybe here. Maybe she. Maybe she's an employee there. Get out of here! And she and she's just trying to she's trying to save the the store, you know, inventory. But, okay. but that was that was a narrative that they gave. You know, obviously, you know what, I mean? what employee is going to be there when they tearing this place up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to somebody. It's like the the report that they gave. You know, out that you know his neck, his, his knee not being on his neck didn't contribute to the death of him. Uh, he had. Uh, hypertension and some other health trip that contribute to his death. Yeah. What about him? What about him not having oxygen for uh, a sufficient amount of oxygen for nine minutes? Look, any, any anybody is something's going to be wrong with anybody who's laying on the ground and somebody um, um, knee is in your neck for almost nine minutes and you can't breathe. You telling the person you can't breathe. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, I, dude, I, I know this is not going to be the last time we talk about this because, like I said, it's, it's already been a week, and we mentioned it a second ago. It's going to get worse before it starts to get better, especially with the leadership in this country. And I'm going to just leave it at that because, look here, <laughs> the person the person oh, that's yeah, running this country, man, get out of here. Because when the looting start, that's when the shooting comes, starts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that's a racist statement from the 60s. So yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody to follow behind that um, is yeah. not about it. Uh, you know, they, they, I, mean, I know they ain't going to talk about the, the riots and, you know, the championships that they've had and how they tore up cities uh, all over this country. Uh, we ain't going to talk about the Boston Tea Party uh, or the silent protests in the 60s and 70s that didn't work. Uh, they talk about, you know, everybody wants to quote Martin Luther King and, oh, do it, you know, the nonviolent way, but you killed them. Yeah, you killed them. You still killed them. You still killed them. So he did it non-violent, but you still killed them. Colin Kaepernick did it non-violent, and you still y'all had a that problem with that. It had a problem. I mean, LeBron 
wore a t-shirt. Had, I mean, everybody's had a problem with protesting. There's no, there's no, there's no sit down and say, hey, this is what we're going to do to protest. You're going to be okay with that? No, when we protest, guess what? It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to make you understand that we're upset and, and feel our pain and, and what's going on and, 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 and want to change that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy with the way the mayor of Minneapolis and the police department handled that. Cause they fired the officers very quickly. Um, and the, the main officer that had his, that was his like the knee, next day, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, so it's been one arrest and it, there will be more and, and understand that the FBI is investigating and they're not just waiting on the local, you know, police department to investigate their own case. The FBI is on it. Um, Department of Justice is on it, so it's going. It's some stuff that's going to happen really quickly. Like I said, I know this is not going to be the last time we talk about this case. Uh, once again, R.I.P. to uh, to George Floyd, man. I think that's going to be a name that that rings out, just like all these other people that have been lost. Um, just you know, to senseless. That's what I'm calling senseless situations with police. Senseless. Yeah. They thought they thought he had a, he had a phony twenty dollar bill. And it turns out the twenty was not even from. Yeah, it was real. It's real, but nobody gets nobody deserves to get killed for for foolishness like that. Nobody, nobody. Um, yo, if if you haven't checked out, yo, um, Google LL Cool J. He put like a little, uh he put, oh, he put a rap man. That thing was deep. Google that if you haven't yeah. heard that one. Um, yeah, he's got a little freestyle. Yeah, on man. There. Yeah, I've been talking about the whole thing. Um, so like I said, I know this is not going to be the last time we talk about this. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's some other things we need to talk about. Let's go ahead and talk about this uh, NBA season, which um, they're still having talks. Not sure when or where it's going to start. I know the NBA have they have been talking to Disney because you know Disney's been closed too. Uh, but Dis- yeah, they're Disney opening back up. Yeah, Disney's getting ready to open back up. But you know, the whole uh, wide world of sports campus down in Orlando, uh, the NBA has been discussing. You know, bringing you know, between 16 and 30 teams back to the ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex down there at Disney and playing games down there and, you know, possibly having a, I don't know what, what you call it, like a round-robin type, um, uh-huh. you know, um, situation um, to get teams into the playoffs. So, um, once again, they're still talking, though. That that's just that's just some, some, some options they've been put out there. There's been a report that they're going to start playing again uh, mid-July. Uh, you know, I think the NBA players want to uh, give, you know, the fans uh, a championship. Uh, those guys want a, you know opportunity to play for a championship. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, I don't know how they're going to – I mean, you know, the crazy part about it is when you look at this – and I've been and I watched you know CNN the other day, uh, watching some of the riots and you know how they were reporting it and things of that nature. Yeah. But you know the thing they didn't have on CNN at all or Fox News, what? they had nothing about coronavirus, not one thing. And understand, not we one. we haven't moved on. The pandemic is still going on, people. Oh yeah, but it's I mean, it's not, it's no media is focusing on that. It's strictly rioters and looters and that's just playing right into uh donald trump's hands you know he wants uh you know people to focus on separatism and not uh you know the issues and his horrible 
handling of this coronavirus. Uh, you know, he's still, you know, hung up on his, I, I made the band, I made the band. Uh, so, this is going to be interesting. I, I haven't, I haven't seen anything he's handled correctly. <laughs> he hadn't handled the pandemic. He hadn't handled uh, this situation. And, and just to hear him say the name um, George Floyd makes me mad. Because I'm like, why are you even bringing his name up? Because you, you definitely don't care. And, he, you know, even the family said that when, they, when he called, I guess, he seemed dismissive and uh, very divisive. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's a, uh, I don't expect anything less from him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so if that happens with the NBA, um, so far, how, how long is it going to take for these guys to get in shape? Because even if they start back, you know, it's June now. So if they start back next month, I mean, it's 30, 30 days. That's not enough time to get back in shape. You know, they've been they've been off, what, three months? Three and a half months? Yeah, they've been off. I think, you know, a lot of things these guys have definitely been, uh, you know, keeping it safe on their own. Yeah. Uh, to to an extent, the best they possibly can, uh, you know, being at home. Uh, I think, you know, a lot of guys definitely, uh, now that things have been opening back up, are definitely, uh, you know, getting in, in better shape and working towards getting in shape. Uh, so I would say, you know, with basketball, it's a lot different than football. Uh, yeah. But I would say, you know, you need two weeks to, 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 to a month. Uh, to get in some time to shape. Yeah. Uh, they have a couple, you know, maybe practice games. I don't know. Before they, you know, get to playing, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, they're going to just try and go straight playoffs or maybe a couple games before the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then do it. I mean, but 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 this, this is the issue too. So you said anywhere between two weeks and a month. But the only two facilities are open right. I think the Knicks and the and the, um, the Wizards opened last Friday. Um, this week, uh, I think Boston opened theirs. But it's still teams that do not even have a reopening plan. Golden State, they don't know. San Antonio, Detroit, they, they don't even have their facilities open and don't know when they're gonna be open. Yeah, so I see think that, that's, that's gonna be issue. that's issues there, man. Well, you're talking about fair. Yeah, and you know you want everybody to have the same opportunities, and obviously, if you know we're all talking about equality, you know we definitely want the sports to be equal. So, yeah. uh, I'm sure that they're gonna make it where you know everybody's gonna have a, a start date where they can officially start uh, work to a certain date to be ready. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I, I, the facilities that are open. Um, I did some research, and they can only have four players in the facility at the same time. They can't work out together. They can't play one-on-one. They don't even want the guys playing one-on-one together. Well, at, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Because of the pandemic, the, yeah. the liability uh, of everything. So, uh, they, they, you know, social distance is going to be it. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be who and how they can practice that social distancing. And, uh, you know, who's, you know, who, I think, you know, when you look at this, it's going to be who's going to have a veteran team yeah. that can, you know, the guys that stayed in shape is going to have the best chance of winning uh, a championship. But the crazy part is now, you know, you have an opportunity where now Kevin Durant might be in play. 
in, in, in Brooklyn where, you know, these guys might be healthy. Kyrie might be back healthy for, you know, these guys have gotten healthy. Uh, so it could change the, 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 the structure or uh, the dynamic of how things are, are going in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, let's, let's, let's tag baseball in there. Um, Cause baseball is still trying to figure out how they're going to do a condensed season. Um, and I'm hearing that, you know, they having some issues too, because, you know, these players and these salaries, man. That's the main thing. The players and yeah. the, uh, the players are not willing to accept, you know, a prorated salary. Uh, and the owners, you know, obviously don't, you know, they're not going to make the money that they would make with full stands, or, you know, full, you know, people in, full of, in the stands. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're trying to work out a deal. But, you know, the NBA, I mean, the Major League Baseball Players Association is so strong. Uh, you know, I don't see them giving, you know, very much to the owners on that. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, it is. And, and here's the thing. Um, Major League Baseball, they, I, they, can, they can't afford not to play. Yeah, like like, they, I, like they, they need to play. They're not the, they're not the number one sports right now. They 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 need ho- to I play. Think, I think hockey's in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these seasons are saved and what happens, and actually what happens with the with the uh, the play. I mean, the pay of these players. That's going to be very interesting to figure out, man. Very interesting. Um, let's switch gears again, too. So, um, you know, everything's been on on social media this week. We, we talked about. George Floyd, um, but you know social media is kind of where you get news from. Some news that you're not gonna get on the regular news channels or whatever. So this week, did you see the text that was from former a, a former member of the Jacksonville Jaguars talking about that whole Colin Kaepernick taking a knee? Who was the player? I mean, I remember you sent that to me. Yeah. Uh, who was actually so the player? What was the name? The player. Wait, 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 wait. The player was Peyton Thompson. Peyton Thompson. He's no, he's no longer on the Jacksonville Jaguars anymore. But um, he was basically talking about the statement that the NFL released this week. Because, you know, the NFL said, you know, basically released a statement about George Floyd, which a lot of companies have done. But people are looking sideways at the NFL because, once again, Y'all had a problem with Colin taking a knee, and basically he. This is what Colin was taking a knee for. So right. when the the NFL issued that statement, Peyton Thompson said he specifically remembers Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone telling players that they could not kneel. They could not kneel at all, and Peyton goes on to say that he said, "Thank God we had an owner." who was a minority or who is a minority talking about Shad Khan. And remember that was that game in London where Shad Khan kneeled. He he's, I guess everybody kneeled. Right. That was after, uh, that was after Trump called him son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So man, that I raised my eyebrow at that. So Tom Coughlin and Doug Marones didn't want any of the players to kneel. And it seems like uh, Shad Khan was like, nah, we finna all kneel. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can see Tom telling players not to kneel or to not to not kneel. I can see Tom saying that. I mean, I, I definitely don't think he didn't say that. 
I don't think he said it with a racist tone. Uh, I think he said it more of a not wanting a distraction. Distraction, yeah, I can see that. I think that, and I think Doug probably kind of echoed that, uh, you know, not wanting to have a distraction, uh, being that Jacksonville uh, is a big-time military town and uh, a, a lot of season ticket holders, and they had already gotten a lot of flack from some players, taking some, you know, individual players who had taken a knee yeah. uh, in previous weeks. Uh, so – and understand, I, I remember that week. Remember, the Jaguars game was the first game because they're right. playing in London. So, remember, they were ahead on the time. Right. So, the Jaguars was playing early that morning. And he did. And they all – the whole team, did they take a deal or they just locked on? I thought they locked on. Th- you know what? Let, let me, let me look that up. Let me Because did they take a knee – Whatever they did, they did it. They did it all uniformed. Yeah, I thought they all locked arms. They didn't take the knee. I think they all locked arms. Maybe they did take the knee. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I can't remember. Yeah, because this was this was, yeah, this was September twenty. This was nineteen nineteen. I'm sorry. This was 2017. And yeah. and and uh, that's what he did. He he stood with the players and. They basically linked arms. Right, okay, they linked arms. That's right, they linked arms. Uh, so they didn't take a knee. Uh, I think side. you know, I think he had a plan for them, you know, because obviously uh, he's the owner. So, you know, we're going to go with what the owner says. Yeah. You know, he's the one who signed Tom, Doug, Dave, and all the players' checks. So, yeah. you know, side. You know, felt that you know the way he wanted to unify that team and, and so uni- unity uh, was to lock arms. Those players did it. Now, to this, this Peyton Thomas guy, he just released this tweet or just said this recently. Yeah, this week. Uh, you know, he's not in the league anymore. Um, and my question is this. If he felt strongly about it then, why did she tweet it then when the Jaguars let you go? Why did she tweet it when Tom Coughlin was fired? Yeah. And you were still no longer a Jaguar. You had several opportunities to mention this and even make some headway or uh, you know, make some change based on yeah. this this information. So uh for me I think this is more, I don't know, I won't call it attention-seeking, uh, but I, I, I just question, you know, the timing of it, uh, uh, that he had ample opportunities. We're in 2020. He hasn't been with the Jaguars since that 2017 yeah. season. He had time to say it, uh, but he didn't. You've had, you've had three years to say something. You've had ample opportunities with you know, Coffin being fired, uh, Doug almost being fired. Uh, you had ample opportunity to say something, but you didn't say anything. Uh, so if you wanted to thank Sean Khan, you could have thanked him when you first left and said, "Hey, I want to thank Sean Khan for showing me, you know, that you know he was still by me even though during this time." Yeah, you might even have. He might even got more press from that then than now. You know what I mean? Because 
Man, everybody's going to talk about it. And, yeah. Oh, I told you so. Colin Kaepernick was right. Colin Kaepernick was right. He had a reason to take a knee, and this is why he knelt. And nobody doubted why he had a re- he had a reason to kneel. Yeah. Nobody ever doubted that. Uh, I didn't. I never had a problem with him kneeling. I wanted to know what his plan was after. And he's so since he's taken that knee, he's had a great follow up, and he's done great things for the community to to address some of the social injustices. Uh, he's been paid by the NFL off. Yeah. Uh, and people, you know, keep saying he was blackballed and run out of the league. And, and I've said this before, and, I, and I'll say it again. I'll say this again. Uh, Kaepernick was a okay quarterback at that time. You know, he was a, he was an okay backup, possibly. He opted out of a ten million dollar deal for more money, and then yeah. didn't get that money. And people, you know, didn't factor in the kneeling part. Uh, I get the kneeling part, and, and I've equated just the same situation as a Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to sign a backup quarterback or a guy to compete, I'm not signing him as a starter. I'm a guy to compete for a starting job. I have to have a press conference about something he does off the field. It's not worth it. Yeah. And people got mad and said, well, the old NFL is racist. Look. If I have a platform, if I have, if I create a platform and people come to my platform and use my platform and they springboard and, and they create their own platform, that's that's all fine and dandy. But if you come to my platform and then you do something that I'm not okay with or creates chaos or maybe affects my bottom line and I take away your, you using my platform and you're not now you're mad at me because Maybe I didn't. Maybe your your, your stance was was a great movement and for the the uprising of black people. But I still have a right to protect my platform, and the NFL has the right to protect theirs as well. I mean, and I know people might not want to hear that, but they still have a right to protect it, and they let Colin Kaepernick do it. Yeah. And then, and then people don't even understand that. Still to this day, mm-hmm. players can kneel in the NFL without being fined. They can stay in the locker room and not even come out for the national anthem and, and, not, not, and have not be penalized. Any, yeah, they're not going to be penalized. No penalization. Yeah. No, 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 no fines or anything can be levied against them. Mm-hmm. And this is with the new CBA that they've signed. And people don't even discuss or, or you know, because it's a hot topic on social media, and they feel like, oh. I'm going to get some clout, some likes on, on social media saying, fuck the NFL, I don't watch the NFL, I'm boycotting the NFL. You ain't talking about the NBA? The NBA has a strict, a strict national anthem policy that all players must be on the courts yep. and either in a straight line on the free throw line or a straight line, uh, I forgot the other line, I think I want to say it's on the, the, the sideline. So they have to pick and choose where they're going to line up at. So they don't have an opportunity to book, to to protest the national anthem. They can't kneel. They can't sit I mean, down. Well, understand. All, understand. The NFL players ha- have been given. They have done their silent protests, and the league has not. You know, the league wants them to do it. Actually, the league doesn't have a problem the, with them doing that. Who the NBA, NFL? NBA. The NBA. They can't kneel during the national anthem. Well, no, they can't do that. But I mean, it, it, they. they 
the NBA players have collectively done things, and the league, right. you know, they, the league's they, not mad they, about they, that. They, 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 the league provided them with T-shirts. I can't yeah. breathe, and I get yeah. that. They did a whole bunch of stuff, but people still. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was blackballed for giving the national anthem. Chris Mahmoud Mahid Rahid, the formerly known as Chris Jackson, was run out of the NBA yep. in the early 1990s for the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. He was sitting down based on his Muslim beliefs and would not stand for the national anthem. These guys were run out of the league, blackballed. Chris Jackson was a top five point guard at that time in the league, maybe a top five player in the league at that time. Yeah. And he would run out of the league because he was there for the national anthem. But see, you know, we didn't have no social media then. Yeah, not at all. We didn't have, we didn't have social media then. So people don't research that and they don't understand that. So because they see the NBA furnishing them with nice, cute T-shirts and say, I can't breathe, they feel like these guys are protesting. But when that national anthem comes, they're not attention. They're not talking about Major League Baseball and Kaepernick was kneeling and they find every baseball player that joined in Kaepernick. Yeah. Every person that kneeled in baseball was fine and or suspended for kneeling. But nobody talks about baseball. Nope. But does baseball put any money into the Urban League? You hear anything about them trying to promote baseball in the, in the urban communities to, to help build up the sport? Which they should. Which they probably should. And keep kids out of trouble? No, you don't hear anything no. like that. But the, but the NFL was giving out grants. They're, they're in the city. They're in the inner city. They're making sure that – I was just – I mean, the NFL is not going to be the best. I'm not saying that they don't have any problem. I'm not saying that they're the, the cream of the crop or the creme de creme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that they – I know for a fact, because I sat in Indianapolis right before the combine, they – NFL brought in legends, all these guys from all over the country that are coaching high school sports now. They brought us all into Indiana, flew us in, paid out, paid for us, and told us about the monies, the grants, the scholarships, and the ways to help get the monies that's been allocated to these teams. For guess what, the social injustice program, they've allocated money for each of these teams to spend in their community based on social injustices and, and correcting things and changing things. These teams have this money. They brought us in to, to do that. I, have you I, seen I, the NBA I, do I that? I need to see it. You know, I, I don't. I don't know what the NBA is doing, but I, I want to see it happening. I just need to see it happen. But I'm just saying, the, I'm not saying the NFL is great. I'm not saying, but see people, you know, they don't understand that they've allocated 500000 to each team to, 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 to spread out in their community based on social injustice. Ain't no other sports doing that. And I'm not saying that the NBA, the NFL is, is perfect. I'm not saying that, you know, what they did to Kyle Kaepernick was, was right. But he's not the first player to be blackballed. He's not the last. And there's been players that, that, I mean, players have been blackballed for many, numerous things, from their play on the field, from uh, comments that they say to coaches, uh, in, in meetings, uh, things that they do on social media, uh, that they do uh, as far as getting arrested or and charged with you know crimes or get yeah. blackballed for those things. They've been blackballed for many things. But because 
you know, people don't understand the whole dynamic. You're talking about $10 million guaranteed that he had just signed. And you know the 49ers had just signed him to an extension during that year? Mm-hmm. They had just guaranteed the $10 million. Guaranteed $10 million? And he opted out. People don't, you know, they, well, he was cut. No, he wasn't. He was, he was, they let him go. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He opted out and left. They said, I'm going to go try to find some money or another deal. And obviously, but I'm going to get out my soapbox. Oh, you're going to get, no, 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 I want you to stay on your soapbox because this is what we need to talk about. I see you on social media. Now, if you follow Big Sofa on Instagram, you know that you have recently found TikTok. And I woke up, yeah. I woke up the morning and I saw, I was like, wait a minute, is this Sofa on TikTok? Yeah, we, you know, uh, you know, we was coaching, I was coaching girls flag football and uh, they're like, Coach Jones, we need to do the, uh, what is it, don't rush challenge. And I was like, oh, right, we'll do it. You know, we can do it. We can do it. And I, you know, kept telling them we'll do it. And I didn't, you know, I was like, well, you know, how do I do it? And I was like, you got to download TikTok. I was like, I have to. The only, that's the only way I could do it? They was like, yeah, you got to do it. You know, download TikTok. So you so, you you let these little young Thundercats talk you into downloading TikTok, huh? Well, well see, I, I, I thought it for a little bit. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it for a little bit. But I was like, man, I ain't downloading no TikTok. Man, I ain't finna do it. You know, I'm not finna download TikTok. So, but that, I mean, I saw a bunch of them. I was like, well, you know, if that's the only way I could do it. So they hit me up. They was like, Coach, you know, the little challenge is going to be old. We ain't going to be able to do it. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So I downloaded the TikTok, and then it took me about <laughs> – it took me a while to figure it out. Uh, I tell you that it definitely wasn't. And I still haven't figured out all the little, you know, intricacies and you know a lot of the stuff or whatever that you know I see you know the experts doing with the. But I'm gonna try and be TikTok famous by like our next uh, podcast. I'm gonna oh, do something where I can be TikTok famous. Oh, I haven't come up with a good one yet. Look, I saw I saw you do the Fred Sanford one. Now the Fred Sanford one was kind of funny. You like that one? I see. Yeah, I saw the Fred Sample one. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you go. You want to be TikTok famous? Okay. Did you see the one where I did? Where I did the one where I said, uh, we, "I'm sipping a little water. I surprised my liver with a little water. <laughs> then boom, back to work." And I sold. I sold my bar on the background. Uh, so that one was pretty cool. I got a lot of likes on that one, but I got to you know keep practicing. I got to find one that's just going. You know that's gonna set me up for 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 for, for, the, for the fame. Who knew? Who knew? Big Sofa's yeah. now on TikTok. Wait, so so is it yeah. the same? Well, what's your name on TikTok? Is it just Big Sofa? It's Big Sofa eighty eight. Yeah, it's Big okay. Sofa eighty eight on TikTok. So follow me on TikTok. Uh, I did one with uh, my girlfriend's uh, daughter uh, with the gangsters. Did you see that one? Uh, yeah, I saw that one. yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, with the little wannabe. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I said, yeah, man, yeah. I say, okay, so. <laughs> Look, I don't know if you have just been home self-quarantining too long. I ain't figured it yeah, out yet, but I, I'm not going to get I on don't. TikTok. I, well, not, look, I you, uh, no, I, I did. No, no, no. I Look, I downloaded it to my phone, but then I erased it off the phone. Like, I never even created yeah. it. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm okay, not so doing I see you're going to do a TikTok. We're going to do a TikTok together. We're going to find one. I'm just going to stand in the back. Nope. Nope. 
Nope. I don't, look, I don't want to be TikTok famous. Nope. <laughs> nope. But you know what's crazy is I mean now I've uh, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of uh, whites on there uh, really going hard for the uh, Black Lives Matter. Really, uh, and it's really it's really been touching. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, you see you see the good people. Uh, you know, like the post the, the post I post on Facebook. You know, I told them. And I told, you know, my uh, my uh, white friends that are not racist, you know, that, uh, you know, it says, this is exactly what it says. It says, to my, to my non-racist, my, to my white non-racist friends, I love y'all. Don't get it twisted. Me loving and protecting my race doesn't mean I hate or fault you. We know exactly who our enemies are. They are no longer hiding it. Thank you for standing with us. So, I mean... I feel, I mean, I grew up in a real diverse, you know, community in Evanston, Illinois. Uh, my high school class is probably one of the most diverse things that I've ever been a part of. Uh, it makes me proud sometimes when I go on Facebook and I see some of my classmates who are white um, that I know, you know what I'm saying, have never been raised or, or thought or had a racist bone in their body because I know who they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was I was with them for years growing up and we were friends then and we still are friends now based on uh, good relationships that we built and it wasn't based on hate. It was yeah. based on genuine friendship. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and truly looking out for one another not because, you know, you're white and you're black but just because of who you are, you're Damon, yeah. you know, you, you're, you're Will, you know, whoever you are, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm still going to support you. You know, you're my classmate. I'm going to look out for you, you know. So it just makes me uh, really proud to see it. And, and you know, I have, we have two, I don't, don't want to call myself famous, but we have, you know, she's a lot more famous than me. Uh, but we have two people that have been, you know, pretty famous in our class, and myself, and then Alisa Gornison, who is Lacey on Roseanne, the older daughter. Oh, really? On Roseanne, yeah, that's she graduated. Me, the wow. Daughter. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, if you ever see her Facebook page, I mean, well, you would think like she was really like she. You would think she's a sister now. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, that's just how I mean, but that's, I mean, that's just the love that they have for people. It's yeah, not, yeah, I don't think it's, you know, she overly loves black people. It's just, she's really tired of seeing, you know, black people killed and being, and seeing, I think those people seeing that video uh, and the way it's been, you know, six, seven minutes where he's on this guy's neck. Yeah. Uh, I think that really, and he's screaming and crying, and he, you know, he stops screaming, and you really see him just go motionless. Yeah, you, you really, you see him die. Dog, he was and assassinated people, on you know, TV, man. That's what it did. It's bottom people, line. That's what it is. And, and a lot of people have never seen a person die. No. You know what I mean? Like literally seen it actually happen, mm-hmm. and they saw him actually die right there. Yeah, and to see that. Uh, it definitely will change you, yeah. you know, to see, when you see life leave a person mm-hmm. for nothing. It's not, it's not you an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. That is real life. Um, for nothing. Again, George, George Floyd, man, like I said, I know we're going to be talking about him 
for a while. I'm sure we are going to be talking about him for a while. Um, I'm glad you're seeing that on TikTok. You're seeing positive things. And, and you know, social media, can it's a lot of good things on there, too. I don't want to make it seem like social media is bad because social media, you, a lot of people are expressing a lot of thoughts. Um, you know, a lot of companies are expressing a lot of thoughts. You know, I, I didn't. I know Amazon released a statement. You know, talking about you know we stand with our African American um, employees, white employees, everybody. So you're seeing a lot of things come down the pipeline via social media. So it's not a bad thing. And uh, if you're on social media, you know we on uh, Instagram at Keep It Real Podcast. We're on Facebook at Keep It Real Podcast. Um, Twitter is in Keep It Real Pcast. Um, and you know, tell your friends about the podcast because any place you can find podcasts, we are there. iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, anywhere you can find podcasts. Just, you know, search Keep It Real Podcast and check us out, man. Look, we're going to be back uh, next week because we got some more stuff to talk about. We're trying to figure out what's going on with the NBA season. Um, we also, I'm sure we'll have some news about the NFL season. How, what is going to be put in place so these guys can practice, not practice, uh, but but the NFL said they playing games. Yeah, they're gonna play games with half full or, or some, you know, partially filled. The games getting Stadium played. So I, yeah, I, I just want to know how how is, that, how is that gonna affect uh, season ticket holders? You I don't know. know. Is it, is, you know, is it only gonna be only season ticket holders? I don't know, but I know one thing. I bet the NFL they ain't trying to get no money back now. If you don't pay for them season tickets, they ain't that. trying to give you that money back. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. They're definitely going to do that. Mm-mm, not at all. Um, once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Tell your friends, man, and we're going to be back next week. Yeah, we out.